podcasting straight from our front porch, where together we can share our inspirational journeys with the world, one story at a time. Welcome to Inspirational Journeys, everyone. My name is Ann Harrison Barnes, and today I want to expand on one of the tips or attributes that I gave you on Tuesday's episode. And yes, I'm podcasting out on the front porch because it's such a nice day. And it's not quite so noisy, although you will hear the music of the wind chimes, which is beautiful to me. Because it's a gift from God. Anyway, so back to my tip. Okay, as I wrote the show notes blog post for on um, Tuesday's episode... I did some research so that I could understand what symbolism was a lot better because I was reading my notes from the lesson I told you about in the Reedsy Learning course about character development. That information about symbolism was very vague and I wasn't really sure what they were talking about or what that actually meant. So what I did, I I googled uh, symbolism as character description. And I'm going to give you a bit of an explanation and an example as what I found. Okay, symbolism can be used in imagery. All right, it's a character description that's actually, um, you can actually play with in your manuscript. It can be used as imagery such as animals or other objects, or it can be used in dialogue. Let's talk about symbolism as imagery, okay? You've all read, I'm sure all of you have read To Kill a Mockingbird. If you haven't, um, To Kill a Mockingbird by Harper Lee. If you haven't, you need to go get it. Because this is a classic. I have actually read that three times. Count them three times, y'all, in high school. And I read it when my daughter was, like, maybe three, I think. And then I read it a a little while later. No, she wasn't three. She was, like, four or five. I don't remember. And then I got another, an updated um, digital version of it on audio when, when... Um, a few months after that. So, I was able to read it, like, three times. And I loved it. But, um, the example here is, um, Atticus tells his children, Jim and, oh my goodness, what was, what was, I don't remember the daughter's name right off the top of my head. But anyway, Atticus tells his children that the mockingbirds are innocent. They are gifts from God, y'all. Mockingbirds will not harm anybody or anything. They won't do any harm. They're just out there singing their little, their little songs, flying around. You know, like birds do. But Jim tells the tells his children that to kill a mockingbird is a sin. But in the book, you'll know that the, the death of a mockingbird is a symbolism. There's a hidden meaning here. It's a symbolism of things to come. I'm not going to tell you what happened or what it's a symbolism of. Because if I did, you wouldn't want to read the book. So I'm, gonna, I'm not going to spoil it for you. So I'm just going to suggest that if you haven't read To Kill a Mockingbird, you go out and get it. Okay, now, let's use symbolism in dialogue, okay? Let's say you're reading a mystery. Um, it could be the Sue Grafton, the Kinsey Milhone mysteries that were written by Sue Grafton. I don't know if she used it as much in there, but I have read somewhere she did. Those, or you can read Thrillers by James Patterson. I don't know if Dean Kuntz thrillers would have this or not, but some police procedurals do. But let's say, and I've even heard this in World War II, War II novels as well. Ah, getting, getting tongue-tied. So, so please forgive me. Anyway, um, so let's just say 
you have a private eye, an amateur sleuth, or a police detective who's talking to another character. The police, one police detective could be talking to his partner. The private eye could be talking to her client or another policeman that she knows that, that she um, gets information from. Or an amateur sleuth could be talking to one of her friends or her assistants. Um, and they could be saying, you know, having carrying on a conversation that's very simple and innocent on the surface. But they could be using words and phrases that could, in, in, in metaphor, that could have a hidden meaning. Only they would understand. And the reader would come to understand later. That could be another um, attribute of symbolism. Um, the metaphoric language could be used in dialogue as well as in the imagery. So, I hope this tip has been very helpful for you. And, and I hope it helped you understand symbolism as my research helped me to understand it. And after I did the research, I wanted to come out here and share that information with you. So, I hope it helps you understand it a lot better. And I also hope that um, and pray that you guys are blessed today. And my encouragement to you is go out there and play with that symbolism and see what you can do to make it work in your manuscript. Have a little fun with it. I mean, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But if you can make it work, have fun with it. Use that metaphoric language um, in your manuscript where you can. So, yeah, thank y'all for listening. And again, I hope this has been helpful. And y'all have a very blessed day. And go out and find some inspiration on this beautiful day. Y'all take care. And bye-bye now. By the way, I there's one more thing I wanted to add before I let you guys go. So... On Sunday and yesterday, I found out that I have been finally distributed to other platforms, such as Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Breaker, and a bunch of others, Stitcher included. So you can find me on your favorite app. Um, When you do, I'm going to ask that you do me a favor. First of all, be sure to subscribe. Okay, because that way you can keep up with new episodes that I add, new interviews and new, excuse me, new tip episodes and things like that, that that book reviews and things that I want to add because I want you to be able to keep up with it instead of, you know, having to ask me, well, what was your episode today? Or, you know, I always share the episodes out anyway, but still this way you can stay up to date on all the latest episodes. So do me, so do that favor and subscribe. And when you do. If you find me on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you find your podcast, please be sure to leave a rating and review because that helps listeners find me. And if you can leave it five stars, but I'm not going to, you know, push that issue because some people may not like it and some people do. It's not for everybody. But for those that it is for, I really would appreciate it if you would rate and review and do me a favor. Share this podcast with your friends. If you found value in what I've said today... Be sure and spread the word because like I said, I'm touching one life and you guys help me touch a thousand. One more thing, if you have any suggestions for episodes, like questions that you have and it's something you want to hear about um, that I can research or if you want to hear my story or, you know, you have um, questions that you want to ask me. 
or you have a response to any of the episodes, feel free to email me at anwright75 at gmail.com. That's A-N-N-W-R-I-T-E-S-7-5 at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. So again, this is just a really quick reminder that I'm available on other platforms besides Anchor now. So be sure to subscribe, rate, leave a rating and review, and share. Thanks so much and have a blessed day, y'all. Take care. Have you always wanted to have your own podcast? Well, let me tell you something. Anchor is the simplest way to build your podcast because I use it. It's 100% free and it's easy to use. And with creation tools, you can record, edit, publish, distribute, and monetize your podcast all in one place. So I challenge you today to get the Anchor app on your phone or go to anchor.fm, that's A-N-C-H-O-R.fm, to get started today. You won't be disappointed. How would you like to get your book promoted on my blog or share your inspirational journey on my podcast? There's so much competition out there in the digital world that it's hard to get heard above the noise. Well, I would like to help you stand out above the crowd. There are two ways I can help you promote your work. Every Saturday, I run a column on my blog called Featured Book of the Week, where I will take the information about an author's book along with some photos and your links and post that information on my as a blog post. Now, another thing I can do, whether you're an author, a creative artist, or entrepreneur, I would be happy to have you as a guest on my show, Inspirational Journeys, so that you can share your journey with the world. For again, when you've touched one life, you've touched a thousand, and I want to help you touch over a thousand lives. And so here's how you can connect with me you can either send an email to annwrites75 at gmail.com. That's A-N-N-W-R-I-T-E-S-7-5 at gmail.com with either Feature Book of the Week or I'd like to promote my work on your show in the subject line, depending on how you'd like me to help you. Or you can fill out my contact form at anwritesinspiration.com slash contact. That's anwritesinspiration.com slash contact. And let me know how I can help you in the comments section, and I will be happy to email you back with either my future book of the week questionnaire or my podcast interview framework or both if you'd like for me to do both on my website and on my blog because I would love to promote your work. It's my way of giving back to the author and the creative community. So whether you're an author, artist, or entrepreneur, I'd love to speak with you. Do you love to read but think you don't have time? Well, now you do because I have a solution for you. I am licensed under the Electric Eclectic Books brand. You can satisfy your desire. Electric Eclectic Books is a new series of short reads. We have novelettes, 
and a couple of short story collections. To find out more, visit bit.ly slash visit eebooks. That's bit.ly slash visit eebooks. Or get the Electric Eclectic Books app on your iPhone or Android device. I have three books licensed under Electric Eclectic, and they are Maggie's Gravy Train Adventure, Inner Vision, and Stories Outside the Box. So I challenge you today to go out and check out the Electric Eclectic Short Breeds at bit.ly slash visit eebooks and find your next favorite author today. You won't be disappointed. I guarantee it. So I challenge you today to go out there and read to get inspired. Write something inspiring and share your creation with the world. For when you've touched one life, you've touched a thousand. Thanks for joining me on Inspirational Journeys. You guys have a blessed day.